The Indiana Hoosiers offered three different high school recruits scholarships on Monday after the April evaluation period opened over the weekend. Included in that is the son of an NBA legend that already has a relationship with Mike Woodson. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob. want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every single day. No transfer rumors today, but we still have plenty of interesting stuff as the Hoosiers were very busy on the high school recruiting trail. We mentioned it a little bit on Monday's episode. They apparently got together after spending the weekend watching all sorts of talent and started offering out scholarships because we have three different players to talk about today. We're going to start with uh, the one with the most interesting backstory, certainly, in um, a relationship with Mike Woodson. IU offered 2025 uh, recruit Jacob Wilkins. He is a 6'8 wing. Now... If you think about the name Wilkins, what name do you think of first? Yes, he is the son of Dominique Wilkins, who uh, obviously one of the best NBA players ever, top 75 list, one of the greatest dunkers, all that. I'm sure most of you guys are familiar with him, but Jacob has uh, kind of been on the radar of high school or colleges, excuse me, as they're recruiting high schoolers. He talked a little bit about Indiana, said, quote, they're a great basketball school. They produce great players. They're just overall a great school for basketball. They make great basketball players. Indiana's a great program uh, to come out of. They've been showing a lot of interest. Really likes the word great there. Mike Woodson does have a relationship with uh, Dominique Wilkins at the very least. So Woodson in the NBA coached for some time in Atlanta, coached the Hawks there. Obviously, that's where everybody remembers Dominique Wilkins playing the vast majority of his career. After he retired, Wilkins has been just kind of one of those guys that's been around the franchise. I believe uh, now, or at least in the very recent past, he has done uh, commentating during games. Uh, And so he's just someone that is naturally around. And he uh, created a bond, a friendship with Mike Woodson. During that time, uh, Jacob talked about it, quote, that's very interesting. Him and my dad are good friends. My dad knows him well. So that might factor into it. Obviously, it's it's Jacob's decision and not Dominique's. But I mean, just kind of naturally, I'm sure Jacob knows uh, Coach Woodson kind of through his father and the relationship they have had. So it certainly isn't going to be a bad thing that there's a, a kind of a personal relationship that predates any high school recruiting there. And uh, I, I think that makes a lot of times some of the recruiting pitches feel less like pitches. If you can come up to them and talk to them about the, the school, the program, and know that like, hey, this is somebody I've known for quite a while He's not BSing me, so to speak. That might make him land a little bit more. Uh, 
scouting report on uh, Wilkins. For one, he is someone that hit a really big growth spurt recently. He's shot up to 6'8". There are some some of the scouting sites as I was looking still have him listed at 6'6", 6'7". Based on the articles from this weekend, he's up to 6'8". So he is... It's a big growth spurt that's taken him from playing as a guard to a forward, which is valuable to have some point guard or guard skills as a 6'8 wing is valuable. Uh, Here's a scouting report he gave on himself. Quote, right now I'm really good at getting to the rim, getting up and finishing over people. I'm really athletic. I feel I can shoot well uh, off the catch and shoot. I want to be like or become like a Jabari Smith type of player. That can post up, or that can post fade, has the post hook, can shoot the ball and all of that. At first I was a guard, then I got taller, so I'm having to figure out how to use my height and become more of a wing. So it's a learning process a bit for him. It's interesting to see him mention someone like Jabari Smith, who's an NBA player, but it's a lot different than saying I want to be like, I don't know, Joel Embiid, where like that's a one of one. To me, those types of things stick out when you compare yourself to someone that means that you've watched the game a lot. I'm sure a lot of you don't even really know Jabari Smith, or you might remember him from college, but haven't watched him with the Rockets or anything. To me, that means you're kind of watching closely players to kind of replicate your game. And I might be reading a little bit too much into this, but... I mean, ultimately, this is the son of an NBA legend, so I'm sure he's very familiar with the game. He has a great mentor to learn from in his father, one of the greatest scorers ever, and he is someone that is kind of rising up draft boards right now. 2025 doesn't really have a whole lot of class rankings yet. I would imagine that's something that is going to come later on this summer, but the Hoosiers are again in early. That's what we talked about on yesterday's episode. That's what it's going to be important. IU didn't make those connections early in 2023. This current coaching staff just like physically could not do that. So they're doing it in the 2024 class. They're doing it in the 2025 class. They're making those connections. This one I mean, ultimately, Mike Woodson made the the connection about 10, 15 years ago. So they were in really early on this one. But we'll see how much that matters. It'd be cool to see Dominique Wilkins on campus. I'm sure him and Mike Woodson would go golfing a fair amount and uh, enjoy their time together in Bloomington. Uh, but to see Dominique Wilkins uh, in the stands watching on, Stuff like that would be cool, but that's some distance away. IU offered two 2024 recruits, uh, two interesting ones, two top 100 ones, and two players we're going to talk about here in a moment. First, Grand Slams, no hitters, double plays are back. There's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now, New customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you do not win. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. 
Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of MLB. Big shout out to you guys for making us your first listen every single day. If you guys can, head on over to YouTube. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. It's under 10. I, I didn't look before we went live. I think it's about five subscribers away. We can get there, guys. There are five of you listening to this right now that have not subscribed. You hear me talk about it all the time. Just be one of those five people and subscribe. Actually, as I'm as I'm looking at this live, we are one subscriber away. There's a good shot. We've already hit a thousand, but just to be safe, head on over there and subscribe. But we are one subscriber away from a thousand. So thank you guys for the support. Don't stop just because we're at a thousand. Head on over there and subscribe if you can. Also, Locked On's NFL Mock Draft Special is here, and it's bigger than ever. Follow all along, follow along all 32 teams' first pick in a six-episode mock draft experience only Locked On can deliver. All episodes are available now on Locked On NFL Draft on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm sure those guys are also going to have reactions to the Aaron Rodgers trade and the picks that were swapped there and whatnot, too. So be sure to check them out before the draft this week. Let's talk about another player the Hoosiers offered. 2024 top 60 recruit Marcus Allen. I don't know if this is the son of the other of the actual uh, football player Marcus Allen. I'm going to guess no because nobody mentioned that. But I don't think we're exclusively recruiting sons of legendary <laughs> athletes. It wouldn't be a bad strategy. Marcus Allen, though, he is a 6'7 wing. That's a recurring thing. The Hoosiers even dating back to yesterday, even dating back to like years prior. Uh, IU is wanting kind of those six, six to six, eight wing types that can handle the ball and do a bit of everything that very much feels like the type of player Mike Woodson wants. There's obviously other players you fill out your roster around. It seems like more often than not, we're recruiting a point guard, uh, like a six, six to six, eight wing, and a center. And that seems like what Mike Woodson's kind of ideal lineup would look like is one guy that can be your table setter, three guys that can do a bit of everything and kind of a center down low. And look on paper, that makes sense. But just based off the type of players I use constant, constantly recruiting and offering, it's a lot of six, seven wings. I've said that phrase a lot throughout the couple of years I've done this podcast. Allen is ranked number 56 in the 2024 class. Their composite ratings at 247 Sports, which is just taking every rating publicly kind of free and available, putting them together. He is 47th, so he's a top 50, top 60 recruit. 6'6", small forward, uh, plays out of Compass Prep in Chandler, Arizona. Someone that... um, he is a fan of Indiana. He uh, Here's what he had to say. Indiana is a big-time school. Getting that offer from them, that was a major good feeling for me. Indiana is one of those top schools that shows me the type of player I am and how all the hard work I've put in is coming into play. Maybe not a fan, but certainly aware of Indiana is probably a better way of putting that. He's also aware of Indiana because of Malik Renew. The two of them are from the same kind of area. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, 
Allen plays at Chandler, Arizona at Compass Prep, but I don't know if that's where he's from. But him and Malik Renew are from the same area. So Allen was tuning into IU games to watch how Renew was doing this season. So he's aware at the certainly very aware of Indiana. Quote, I know a little bit about Indiana because where I'm from, same area as Malik Renew. He's a little bit older, older and he goes to Indiana, so I tuned into some of the games to watch him and see how he's doing. So he's seen the Hoosiers. He's seen Bloom, or Assembly Hall, presumably. He might have only watched uh, road games, but familiar with Indiana, Mike Woodson's style of play, how the Hoosiers played last season. Uh, he talked about being a two-way player and how um, he kind of takes pride in, in playing on both ends of the court. Uh, he said they like how I play hard on both ends of the court and that I'm a versatile player, two-way player even. They like my potential and upside as an NBA player. Uh, so being a two-way player is obviously required in, in Bloomington. Players that take pride in that, I think, fit the bill for what Indiana is looking for. Scouting report, so first via Rab Johns at Peaks. Quote, his versatility and ability to defend multiple positions well did jump out. He moves very well laterally, can stay with players outside and inside, and is a very good athlete. IU needs these types of players. For as many as they recruit, they haven't really landed a lot. Caleb Banks, CJ Gunn kind of fit that bill. More Banks, and perhaps they, I mean, they very well could become contributors next season, but I was re- recruited a lot of these types of wings and yet it's been a, a hole on the roster. So I, you just kind of need these types of players that can match up with athletic forwards on opposing teams. That se- tends to be the type of player that Indiana struggles with. Also just athleticism is something the Hoosiers need. We talked a lot about that after that Miami game and kind of the, lessons learned from that game uh the Hoosiers need athleticism they need I mean they need a lot of things but multiple players on the floor who can spread you out get to the rim things like that that's a big thing Indiana needs so recruiting athletes like this makes sense uh Allen himself gave kind of a scouting report on his own game quote I feel like I showed I'm somebody that will do all the dirty work and then I'm gonna play hard every second I'm on the court then I'm going to take the defensive matchup of the best player the highest ranked player that I love to play hard and to play defense my offensive game is coming along game by game week by week I think I showed that I'm a two-way player uh, I that I'm that two-way player in the class of 2024 so there's a lot of talk about his defense uh not as much about his offense it's fine everybody has a work that needs to be done. Indiana hasn't had a lot of guys who are really good defensively and bad offensively. It's kind of been the inverse of that at times. So I'm not against it, but just get the, these are the types of guys that Indiana needs between Allen, between Wilkins, between a lot of the guys that they've been recruiting are just players that are that wing type that the Hoosiers just need more of. It seems like something, uh, Mike Woodson and the staff are targeting. Eventually it'll work and they'll get players in, but 
right now it's just a lot of targeting those types of players. Now, if you think back to what I said earlier, IU seems to be recruiting point guards, wings, and centers. There's a point guard they offered on Monday as well in the class of 2024. We'll talk about who that is, what they might bring to the table here in just a moment. The Hoosiers also, all all these guys, I believe all these guys are from the Nike EYBL circuit. Uh, certainly Givens is, and I'm pretty sure Allen was. I'm not certain about Wilkins, but uh, the, the Hoosiers were really busy <laughs> at the very least on that circuit over the weekend. Uh, Wilkins was as well. And it was, I believe, uh, Yazir Roseman and Kenya Hunter, who were the ones that took in uh, the first stop of the Nike EYBL. It was in Atlanta, I'm pretty sure. So the Hoosiers were busy watching guys and offering guys from there. The last among them on Monday was Curtis Givens. Uh, as I said, 2024 point guard, 6'2 point guard. He is a four-star recruit. There's some pretty big discrepancy here. He's ranked 87th by uh, 247 Sports, still a four-star, but the composite ranking is a lot higher on him. He's ranked 63rd, so that's even with kind of 247's rankings probably being one of the outliers in that. So by most services, he's graded out as a really talented point guard. Of important note, he's from Montverde Academy where Jalen Hutchifino, where Malik Renew both are from, Indiana, even if they just offered Givens, they know who Givens is. Indiana has had been re- recruiting Montverde, had gone to practices and things like that at Montverde for some time. They've been a presence around there. They know who this guy is. It's not like someone who just out of nowhere popped up this weekend. Now, having said that, he did play well this weekend. At the NYB or Nike EYBL, I was trying to combine those. Um, over the weekend, he averaged 18.8 points, 4.8 assists, shot 40% from three over four games. Scouting report on him from Rab Johns uh, can make threes off the dribble and coming around screens and catch and shoot situations. Has good athleticism, moves well, and knows how to set up defenders. Knows how to hunt scoring situations and has very good shot mechanics. Givens passing it as the point guard also stood out. He hit teammates on the wing on cuts and was able to set up passes into the post. He also made no careless passes in the games we saw. On top of needing athletes, the Hoosiers need shooting. Those, I think, are the two biggest things Indiana needed. I mean, heading into this offseason, obviously this won't impact the team next year, but... That's kind of the two areas I thought the Hoosiers needed to improve the most. Athletes and shooting. The first two guys we mentioned were the athletes part of that. Givens is the shooting part of that. And these are the types of guys the Hoosiers need. Givens had two very strong games on Saturday. Shot four of seven from three. Had 28 points against the Indy Heat. And then went five of ten from three and had 28 points in another game against the PSA Cardinals. I'm not sure who that is. Uh, But both those games were standout performances. 
He shot 40% from three despite going 0 of 5 from three in his last game. So there was some regressing to the mean even in that. He also only averaged a half turnover per game with 4.8 assists. So you can understand why he is as highly rated as he is as a 6'2 point guard. Someone that can knock down threes, that takes care of the ball, takes care of the ball, can set up teammates, all very valuable traits. So the Hoosiers are going to have a gaping hole at point guard next season, after next season, with Xavier Johnson definitely done at that point. He'll have no more years to use. So the Hoosiers are going to have a gaping hole. It makes sense that they're going after someone like Givens. Gabe Cups is obviously going to come in and uh, potentially make an impact. ESPN announced their kind of updated recruiting rankings and uh, Cups jumped into the top 100. So he's rising up those as well. But uh, he's certainly going to make an impact and he'll go some way in helping replace that production. But IU's going to need others to step up. and So it makes sense that they're going after someone like Givens. That's it on the recruiting front. One thing to one last thing I wanted to note, IU Women's Basketball Transfer Portal. They hosted Lexi Darniski from Iowa State about 2 weeks ago at this point for transfer uh, a visit. Darniski ended up committing to UNC on Monday afternoon/evening. So, not just the men's team that's missing out on people right now. The women's portal seems to move significantly slower, um, but there has been a bit of a flurry in over the weekend and kind of last couple days of, of commitment. So maybe that means the Hoosiers will land someone. We will see. But neither the men or the women's team has been uh, landing many transfer uh, targets in the last week or so. So. Hopefully it's all cyclical and they'll start knocking them out of the park here in the very near future. When that happens, we're going to have that news for you here. Thank you guys for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. And you everydayers know we will be here throughout the week as IU continues targeting people in the transfer portal, continues offering scholarships to high school recruits. We will have all of that here for you. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. You might be the thousandth subscriber. Go check it out. Go subscribe. I will love you guys forever for getting us to a thousand. Rate and review the podcast. If you're doing it at at Apple, at uh, Spotify, leave a quick rating and review. That helps us out immensely as well. As always, though, guys, I hope everybody has a terrific Tuesday. And most importantly, Elio.